This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 122 of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I am Bob Valiant Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we are a mere two weeks away from the biggest match in NWA TNA history. We're on September 8th. Jeff Hardy will challenge the NWA world champion, Jeff Jarrett. And I've, I feel like I've said that the past two or three weeks. But in the world of uh, entertainment, podcasting, radio, whatever you want to call it, it's called a tease. And that's what I'm doing here. But Jeff Hardy will be in action tonight. That's right. As he prepares for his championship match, once again, in two weeks' time. Tonight he is teaming up with AJ Styles and Ron Killings, two former NWA champions, to take on Kid Cash, Dallas, and Monty Brown. So Dallas, I must ask you, in two weeks' time, has your opinion changed? Is Jeff Hardy going to be the NWA world champion? Bob, I want him I want it to happen. But I want Raven to happen even more. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the shit that should really be happening, okay? Can we talk about that? Like Raven? You know, should have won it over a year ago. But, you know, we can't always yeah, have what we yeah. want here. And unfortunately, Raven isn't even in the title picture, so I can't even bitch about that too much right now. You know, it's funny you bring up Raven because, uh, as, you, as you've known, as I maybe have mentioned on the podcast, I've been reviewing TNA 2007 for com, and I'm up to about July right now. And literally every time that I see Raven, in the 2007 universe, it crosses my mind every single time that he should have been the champion April 30th, 2003. And it didn't happen. It's one of the potentially one of the biggest misjustices in TNA booking ever that they didn't do it. Ever. It's like mind blowing that it didn't happen. It's like for me, it's a Raven. Not winning in 2003, and then Robert uh, or Bobby Roode not beating Kurt Angle at like Bound for Glory 2012 or whatever it was the mm-hmm. the time where I got blocked by Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, and then I mean then it's got to be like, hey, we forced AJ Styles out of the company. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Which I was literally um, so full transparency. SummerSlam just happened, and for some reason I turned it on, and AJ Styles come out, and I go. They just had to get rid of him, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought about that last night. Like, oh, uh, yeah, we just forced him out of the company, NBD. Well, it's so stupid, too. Come because on. I remember the story was like, he was making like 300 grand or whatever in TNA. 
which really compared to the other guys is probably pretty low. At the people at the time, well, like RVD and like Sting, like they're not making just three hundred grand. They're probably making. Well, they've said, I think they've said before though that Sting they weren't paying. It was like Spike, so we can ignore the Sting. Oh, okay. Well, but RVD, RVD, that's a that's a fair one to bring up. But no, I mean you're right. (laughs) But then they they offer like they like cut it in half. And I think their reasoning was like, well, WWE won't take them. It's like, we're the only option. Oh, God. And then he went to Japan and fucking killed it. And then he went to right. WWE. And I mean, and really, he's kind of killed it there, too. So it just he almost, dude, almost went back. Instead of going in the Royal Rumble in 2016, he almost went back. He wanted to go back. That's he was like, yo. loyalty, dude. He's like, yo, loyalty. Young Bucks. He's like, yo, yo, you guys want to go to Impact? And they were like, no. Dude, what if AJ Styles and the Young Bucks went to Impact? Oh my god! Oh my god! There's like, he's just like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. They're like, no, why are you doing that? And he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go to WWE then. If you guys aren't going, holy shit, dude! Yeah, what a crazy world. Man, imagine AJ Styles in AEW right now with all those guys. There wild. are a lot of guys in WWE. They'd be wild. <laughs> Where it's like if you if they went to AEW, it would just be ridiculous. like Kevin Owens should just be there probably with all of his friends. Dude, that's Ciampa. gotta. Be. I'd say Champa should probably be there. It it would pretty much just become Pro Wrestling Gorilla 2011. That's fine. With all the you know Adam Cole, O'Reilly and stuff. I mean this whole Dude, the whole company. It's, it's like, insane. It's absolutely insane. But yeah. Hey, actually, uh, before we get too too much into this, we don't have a lot of notes to talk about before we we dive into the show here. But uh, I figure I might as well bring this up. I got I got a little story time. Uh, so once again, full transparency, me and Bob uh, haven't recorded in about two weeks because uh, you know life happens. So sometimes it happens. Now in that two weeks time, I posted it on our Twitter page, but I met the total package Lex Luger in the Icon Sting. Which is pretty freaking cool. Some TNA alum, even though Luger only appeared like three times, but it counts. Uh, how many matches did he have? Two. Two matches, and then he like did it. He did like a run in, didn't he? Or something. So he, he appeared a couple times. Well, he appears again. I know that. So at least four. Okay. Four. That counts. He's a TNA <clears throat> alum. No, yeah. If you show up one time, you're good. You're right. You're alum. Uh, pretty freaking cool. Um. And uh, they were both awesome. I've met Sting before. Uh, I have a TNA heavyweight title signed by by the Stinger. But see, I like to say I met Steve Borden before because he didn't have face paint on when I met him the first time. He had the sunglasses. So it was like, was it 2006-ish, returning, and then they beat, like, Scott Steiner beats him up, and it's like, I'm Steve Borden. Like that. Mm. That's who I met before. And now I met Sting. Full I was going to I was gonna ask if you, like, walk up to him and go, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve, what's up, man? Are you guys on a first-name basis or no? I was like, hey, Stinger. Hey, Stinger. Well, because, so basically, I I got a photo op of both of them, uh, which is like a separate thing, which is pretty cool. And I did, I walked up, hey, Stinger. What's up, man? (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, okay, so I'm going to tell this story again. Um, So, Bob, you're going to have to hear this twice, but. um, I'll probably forget the next time. That's right. So I was in line waiting for. Mind you, very, very on time, This where we went everything. It was in line, and we were lined up outside of the store. 
Um, and I want to point out that Dallas's version of being on time is three and a half hours early. No, no, no. The place was on time. The signing started at one. Sting oh. and Luger walked out at one o'clock. Oh, okay. Wow. Change right. of pace. Right. Um, I was also a little early though, too. But anyway. <laughs> I was there at ten thirty. Just waiting. No, not there. Uh, so I was, I was in like the outside, and there was a glass window, and I'm standing right where the pitch outside, right where the pitcher is going to take place. Sting and Sting and Luger walk at, walk in, and we're like looking, we're like looking at him, and Sting sets on his bag, and all of a sudden, I'm going to try to do it on the screen here, so you can see. So pretend there's like a there's a poster here, right? Sting goes like this. He does. He look. He peers across through the glass and gives me a peace sign. And I was like, oh, <laughs> sting. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, it was the funniest shit. Like just that, the, just visually sting peers through the glass and is like, <laughs> like full gimmick. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> well, did he, did he, did he do that? Meaning like two minutes? No, he did it like, Hey, peace. yeah. Um, I got a kick out of that. I thought it was like really funny. I probably would have lost. I probably would have lost it. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was funny. like, "That's like meme-worthy, like sting moments, like peering through, like uh, out the glass at the fans and saying." Yeah. And I and I was like, right, I was literally the one he was like looking at right there. Um, I ended up getting a. I got a a board I have that's from Impact Tapings. Probably it was like circa two thousand, late two thousand five, or no, 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 because it's it's this dude. It's got to be two thousand six, two thousand seven, because it was on it. But 2006, I think. And uh, it was like a sign they had at the uh, Impact Zone and Universal to like, hey, come watch live TV tapings with all your favorite wrestling stars. And it's got like Jarrett and Styles Big on it, Sting's on it, uh, and there's more. And so I had Sting sign that. Yeah, I had him sign it as the icon Sting, which is pretty cool. And then uh, when I, I told Bob this already, but um, after I, he signed it, you know, I, I, we were like, you know, making small talk for the quick second I got to meet him. And uh, he's like, hey, can I see that again? And I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> he wanted to see all the who, who was on it and stuff, which is, I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was super cool. Uh, Luger was super nice. I found out that he literally lived um, in my same town that I grew up in at one point, which is like pretty crazy. Uh, Where? He didn't tell me the street, but you know the the post office, the big post office, Bob, in it's I think technically in North Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. He said he lived a half mile from there. I was like, what? When? When I think it was when he was like younger or something. He mentioned something about when he played football or something like that. I don't know if it was like maybe early early adult years or anything, but. He, because uh, I told him, I was like, hey, like, I'm from Syracuse. I was like, you're, you're, you live in Buffalo, right? And whatever. He's like, yeah. I was like, we're like neighbors. You know, I'm just making bullshit conversation. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he's like, yeah, I grew, I grew up like a half mile from this post office. And I was like, so did I. Like, I also lived like very, very close to that. Right. And I was like, that is insane to me. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And Luger was really, really nice. I had my, uh, I think you I think you were with me when I bought it, Bob. I had like the Lex Express like button. Yeah. I wore that and he, he really enjoyed that. <laughs> He's like that love that love the button. Oh my so, so it was pretty cool. Uh really great time. If you get the chance to meet Luger or Sting, highly recommend it. Prices were very fair. Even though Austin was trying to think I spent five hundred dollars. I did not even spend close to that. 
my uh, my favorite thing story is when we went to the big time wrestling show, and he was like, "There's a lot of great memories here in Syracuse." And everybody was like, "Yeah, our cat won the title," and he was like, "That happened here." Yeah. Well, he was like, oh, it did. Oh yeah, Syracuse. Oh yeah, David Arquette, huh? No wonder wrestling died here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, David Arquette. Good shit. Um, okay, well. Back to our regularly scheduled program here. Well, let's all run through the card that we just saw on our last episode covering the impact that uh, aired on August 20th, 2004. Uh, so let's see. Jeff Jarrett defeated Pat Kenny in a minute, 28 seconds. And, and good news for Pat Kenny. Uh, we talked about it last week. We'll talk about it again here in a few minutes. Uh, Dallas and Kid Cash defeated Jarrell Clark and Mikey Bats, a new up-and-coming tag team. I mean, they do have a win on the tag team champions, so I think I think we are we're onto something with that team. Uh, Petey Williams defeated Eddie Villa, or didn't he, he? Or what'd you call him, Fast Eddie, or something like that? Yeah, his name's Fast Eddie. Yeah, Fast Eddie. Well, he, he didn't wrestle as Fast Eddie in TNA. So yeah, uh, America's Most Wanted defeated the team of Abyss and Alex Shelley with Goldilocks in three minutes forty-two seconds. Monty Brown defeated Demetrius in 44 seconds, and Demetrius is so unknown, I can't even click on his name on Cage Match. Which is... Well, and I remember uh, he certainly came across like a guy that had very little wrestling experience. Yeah, and I would have to guess that he probably didn't have... He didn't do much more after that. Yeah. I mean... Well, I mean, if he had, if he had such a short career and he still wrestled on an Impact show, televised show, that's not bad. They know it's not. And actually, I think about that a lot with some of these guys. Like, I think it's even like Mikey Bats and stuff. Like, there's a couple of these guys who who really only wrestled until like 2006. And then they stop. And you, there's nothing else. And I'm like, you know what? At least you got on TV. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, I feel like if I was to be a wrestler, like, that's like a bucket list item. And then you did it. And then, okay, well, at least I did it. You look at a guy like uh, Eddie Kingston. Like today, it took him. I don't even know how long, but more than two years to get on a nationally televised show. Right. Because, like, I don't even know if he appeared on anything Ring of Honor, like HDN or anything like that. So his, I think his first real exposure was when he went to Impact how oh. many years ago. And yeah. he had been wrestling since at least 04. That's so crazy to think about, yeah. <clears throat> and now he's, like, one of the bigger stars in AEW. And he has grown on me. Because I'll tell you right I, now, if you dude, I was just about to say that. I was going to say it. Dude. You, for years, I was just like, this guy just doesn't do it for me. No. And I, I think he's grown on me now. Where it's like, I like Eddie. <laughs> I like Eddie Kingston. I, I didn't really like him for a while either. I saw him even at like a Chikara show um, that came to town. And like, I still. He was on the Syracuse one? Yes, he was. He was the champion. Oh. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Or, and like, and I just didn't. I don't know, dude. It's just that he didn't do it for me. Even then, and I was just like, eh. And, like, now I'm like, nah, Eddie Kingston's pretty good. <laughs> I think for me it's, like, his promos. His promos is His delivery in. stuff, dude. Yeah. And the shit he says, I don't know if you saw it, but I retweeted, like, someone made a thread of, like, he was doing high spot signing, and people huh. were asking him what his thoughts on people were. Yeah. Go on my page later. and Dude, it's so fucking funny. Every <laughs> time they say a name, he goes, nah, I don't like that guy. He's a cocksucker. He's like, and I don't, and I don't mean that in like any way, but like, you know, it's just something I say, okay, and like stuff like that. Yeah. Or he'll, he'll be like, uh, yeah, 
I don't, I don't trust him for nothing. He's a piece of shit. Everyone's just a piece of shit. Every single name he brings up, except like there's like there's like a couple people. He's like, nah, closest closest friend I got, and like <laughs> the yeah, rest I, are all pieces of shit and everything. I did see that that was shared, but I didn't uh, go through and like listen to him or anything. You need yeah. to, dude. You'll get a kick out of it. Yeah. Um, and then for the final match uh, here on that Impact show we just watched was AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Ron Killings teaming up. Kind of a little preview of what we're going to see tonight. To defeat the team of Jason Cross, Kazarian, and Michael Shane, that match went five minutes and 52 seconds. So pretty pretty uh, good uh, little impact card there. So that's going to be lots of fun. Now let's see what Dave Meltzer had to think, you know, what he thought about it. He's just pretty quick little blurb here, as usual. Because as he notes, uh, it's your usual squash format. He, he notes that about Jarrett destroying Pat Kenny, where the idea here is that it's Kenny's last match as Irish Pat Kenny. And he's going to be coming back with a new role. Now, apparently somebody saw a movie about an Irish vigilante character from the IRA, and they're going to model him after that. Uh, Jared destroyed him with the guitar shot to temporarily write him off. So we'll see uh, what happens. I'm a little nervous about this whole situation. I think it was last episode where we mentioned... I can try to find in my notes here, but... I think we we brought this up after the match. Maybe not. Maybe just a couple ago. But essentially, a couple a couple of these guys are like Johnny Swinger, um, Glenn Gilberti. Like, kind of just they were kind of all slowly fading away. Well, I I feel like you mentioned that they were thinking about. Yes, here we go. They won't be around for a while. Yeah, yeah. and yes, they're talking about um, getting some new NYC gimmick. Uh, situated and stuff. So there's a, it's it's all up in the air with these guys. Uh, I think we finally realized like, hey, splitting them up was not a very good idea at all. Well, here's so here's my thing. They're trying to like switch them into being like a vigilante. You said. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if his last match he gets absolutely destroyed, how am I supposed to buy into him being a vigilante? Maybe he's got a mask and it's not really Pat Kenny. I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. It's it's weird. Maybe he just wants revenge and he's going to come back and start doing something. I don't know. Well, he better go after like a guy like Jeff Jarrett and actually get um, success on him instead of like going against lesser people, like your big veto or something. Well, yeah. I mean, that'd be nice. He's another guy who I can't believe we keep saying. Every time we're like, yeah, he's done. It's like, oh, here he is again. Well, yeah, I mean, you had said that he had hugged people goodbye. So it's like, yeah, and then he was on the next show, and we were like, what? That's what, yeah. dude. That's what we get. We're we're being, you know, our news segment and stuff here is we're being little smart fans. We're believing these dirt sheets, and then we're proven wrong as we watch the show. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to be proven wrong. You know, I kind of like it. Well, I mean, it causes a surprise. Yeah, right, right. Wrong. It helps. So. Yeah. Um, then we know, like I mentioned, America's Most Wanted to be Abyss and Shelly. Um, when Harris speared Shelly after Abyss accidentally hit him, the post-match saw big tees. Uh, and this was as wild as I've seen the Orlando crowd, he says, get when Abyss finally snatched Shelly. However, Goldilocks made fun of him, but talked him out of doing anything. This uh, looks to, uh, to lead to Desire managing Abyss potentially against Alex Shelly. That's what Dave's uh, assumption might be. Who's going to manage this? Desire. They think that she will then take Abyss. 
Um, <laughs> Why? That's random. I guess because Desire is kind of like the big person, like bringing people in and trying to fight off Goldilocks now. I don't know. Uh, the main was hot with Hardy Styles and Killings beating Michael Shane, Frankie Kazarian, and Jason Cross. Shane and Kazarian looked great. The Orlando crowd was very mixed on Hardy. The girls were cheering him a lot, and the guys were booing him heavily. Sounded like a lot more boos than cheers. Michael Shane and Kazarian got a lot of praise for the fact that the crowd turned and popped big for Hardy because of how they put him over. That's a pretty big compliment. Mm. So that's pretty much how he uh, he wrapped that up. I got a few other very small notes here. And we're going to get into the show. Uh, it's noted that a bunch of Panda executives were backstage at Orlando on uh, this past Friday. And apparently it made everyone nervous and they didn't perform as well as they normally do. Because they were a little nervous because uh, Panda was there. Panda was there. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess I could understand that, but I, I don't think I'd go into it thinking, oh, I could get fired because, I mean, these Panda guys really don't know wrestling, right? I don't think they know it like these guys they, know it. That's they why rely they on it. Jared. They rely on Jared, exactly. Yeah. Um, it is being said that Spanky will be coming in as apparently he did shoot some vignettes in Orlando last week. Is he the fucking guy that's coming in? No, that's D'Lo Brown. That's not D'Lo Brown, dude. There's no way. And I know it's not Spanky because the guy's fucking bald. Give me no. a break. And, Bob, there was one other person backstage at Orlando. And I want you to try to possibly guess this, okay. but I do not think there's any way you're going to do it. Okay. Is it a WCW guy? I don't truly know. I'm going to say he is known for his WWF run, and I will tell you, it's Attitude Era. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so we're in... And he was aligned with a major stable. I'm almost positive. Well, you already... I mean, Billy Gunn was like two weeks ago, so it's not Billy Gunn. Nope, not DX. Not DX. Attitude Era. Uh, era. Is it a nation of domination guy? No. Is it the ministry? Maybe. Is it Gangrel? No. Is it lower? Lower than Gangrel? Is it Midian? <laughs> yeah, dude. Midian. Oh Midian was backstage at Orlando. There's no notes of why or anything. He probably was just visiting. But, dude, isn't that the funniest shit? That's Midian. Great. They should have him run through the naked thing. Just run through the thing and then just never come back. That's it. Like, oh, my God, guys, we had a streaker. <laughs> it would um, Gangrel. No, lower. <laughs> <laughs> See, it helped though. I was gonna try. I was trying to think of a way to be like think lower tier guy. Yeah, I don't know if there's anybody lower than Gangrel. I wouldn't say Viscera is lower than Gangrel. So the only other guy is no. Midian. It's Midian. It's like perfect. Yeah, yeah, that is really funny. Um, okay, let me uh, talk about Explosion briefly here, and then we can get into the show. <sighs> okay. It's not very exciting, Explosion or Explosion Card, but Explosion number 93 was taped on the same day as the show we're watching, August 25th, 2004, and it aired on August 28th, 2004, and it featured the following three matches. And I'm about to butcher some names really good, I have a feeling. Uh, D-Ray 3000 and Sharkboy defeated the team of Matt Catalano and TJ Harley. 
Abyss defeated Michael Adrian. <coughs> His Bob hacks up a lung. I'm sorry. And, and then the Naturals, Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens, defeated the team of Jason Porcaro and Jeremy V. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, not a super exciting card, but... That was it? That's it. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it was kind of a lame one. But they can't all be winners. If they're all winners, then you'd watch Explosion and not Impact. But you well, know what? That's true. We'd like that. But, uh, Bob, that is all I have. That is all my notes for the show. I'm ready to get into our 109th weekly pay-per-view. The final three. It's the countdown. Well, you're going to have to wait one second because we got a Brian Turner VHS rehab. Oh, shit. Yeah, we uh, have been doing yeah, it. That's a good point. And like you said, it's been like two weeks, but it's really been like 13 days since we've uh, done this. So there's quite a few <laughs> potential updates here that uh, might be fun to go through and uh, tell you guys to go watch. Um. I'll try to stick it to mostly the uh, explosions that we care about. So, uh, back on, well, this is like 13 days ago, AMW, James Storm, Chris Harris, taking on the dynamic duo from March 22nd, 2003 edition of Explosion. D-Ray 3000 and Sharkboy against Delirious and Sebastian. That was from July 14th, 2004. So that's pretty recent in our time frame here. Uh, that's just an explosion update card. Let's see. Oh, oh, this is interesting. Air Paris and AJ Styles against Bad Attitude. USA Championship Wrestling, Nashville, Tennessee, Fairgrounds 2001. Uh, this is another pretty recent one. Team Canada against Matt Canelano, Eric Andrews, Dotson, and Steele. Explosion, July 21st, 2004. Wow. The Naturals against Jeff Lewis and Eric Darkstorm on May 26, 2004, Explosion. Uh, let's see. I know, that's like, dude, some of that, like, that's so recent. Like, I remember talking about that match. Right. Like, it's right in our, right in our wheelhouse here. Uh, Air Paris, Kid Romeo, NWA Worldwide Wrestling, 1999. That is... Interesting. AJ Styles, David Young, USA Championship Wrestling from March 31st, 2002. Slash against Brigham Bow at the Nashville, Tennessee Fairgrounds uh, Explosion, March 29th, 2002. How dare you skip over the Harris Brothers against Danny B. Good and Brian Bump on Explosion from March 22nd, 2003. Did I skip that one? Yeah, and there's even a Jerry Lynn interview with Borash that took place. That was that far down because I saw that, Jerry Lynn. Oh, I did. I did. Well, you know, screw the Harris Brothers. I don't like them anyway. I don't like them either. They don't deserve my uh, shout-out. Shane Douglas and Brian Gamble explosion. October 25th, 2003. Kevin White and Slim J. Oh, dude. Championship Wrestling Fairgrounds, February 2nd, 2002. I might have to watch that one. That's a good point to bring up, too, because Slim J, TNA alum, he's making a resurgence, dude. Yeah. And, dude, it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chris Harris against Chase Stevens with Athena in Stevens' corner. 
USA Championship Wrestling, Nashville, Tennessee, July 11th, 2003. Uh, Amazing Red against Vito Tomaselli. Explosion, May 11th, 2004. Tomaselli, a IWA Mid-South regular. <clears throat> Abyss against CB Kane. Explosion, October 25th, 2003. Uh, let's see here. Is there any other ones? Chris like- Vaughn against Michael Shane, USA Championship Wrestling, November 22nd, 2003. I know this is kind of irrelevant for our timeline still, but they even have the goddess Athena making her debut uh, on Power Pro from March 31st, 2001 by calling out Jerry Lawler and the cat in Memphis. I wonder if I have that because I do. I did get it Power Pro that run. That's pretty cool. And now, mind you, I'm assuming that's the same Athena that's like the ring girl, right? The goddess Athena. Yeah, has to be. That's what that's she's so doing. crazy. Uh, Glenn Gilberti against Jared Steele Explosion, October 4th, 2003. And <gasps> last one that I see here is Julio De Niro against Steve Madison, June 21st Explosion. Hold on. This, you, oh my God, Bob. What? How could you? Uh, August 2nd, 2003. It's an MPPW show from Memphis. The goddess Athena, April Pennington, and Lollipop hate each other. It's just a video of them hating each other. Where is that at? I'm just in their videos. It's, uh, it says it was posted a, a day ago. What? That has all of our favorite people in it. A day ago? I'm just on videos. Like, I went to their page and went videos, and then I scrolled. Oh, right here. I see it. Yeah, it's right. I, I don't see something around it that relates. It's below Gilbert and Jared's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Are Dude, they going like, to fight in the locker room there? This just seems like a channel that I could just binge. This, like, oh, dude, dude, don't even get me started. Yeah. Burt Prentice presents NWA USA TNA, huh? That's what it's labeled as. Part two, USA Championship Wrestling, Nashville, Tennessee, 2002. It's him and Borash. They're very clearly at the fairgrounds because that's where they both went. Don yeah. Callis and RSS interrupt Jeff Jarrett on Explosion. So I think, dude, honestly, like the segments almost interest me even more because yeah. they're so weird. Well, and there's also, this is pretty interesting too, uh, Raven against Sandman, SCW yeah. Southern Extreme Wrestling in Lebanon, Tennessee, 1997. Dude, there was also a Jeff Hardy as Will of the Wisp and Shannon Moore from like late right. 90s I saw. Right. Well, like I told you before, I want to maybe start doing a YouTube potpourri uh, series for wrestling recaps and just pick random matches that like I've never seen before. Well, this there's is some a perfect channel for this that. This is an absolute perfect channel. And like some other unknown indies that have like channels and stuff. I think it'd be a lot of fun to do that. So listen, I'm not going to say that someone needs to figure out a way to get all of the, the explosion stuff ripped from that channel before it gets taken down, but someone's got to figure out a way to do that. I'm just, well, I, I mean, I know how to do it, but that's just a lot of explosions. I know me too. Okay. I'm just well, trying to, I'm trying to get someone else work, to do it. If we work together. Oh, wow. That's a really good idea. <laughs> get it done in half the amount of time. That's a great idea actually. So yeah. Keep your keep it posted. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into the uh, the August twenty fifth, two thousand four weekly pay per view, Nashville, Tennessee. We're at yes. the two yes. weeks away from Hardy and Jared, but tonight we've got like Dallas said, best of three, match three. We're gonna figure out who is gonna be the number one contenders 
to the tag team championships, and of course, the six-man main events, plus much, much more. If you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus. They might be, like, updating and, like, actually doing something with the service, so that's cool. Or find it in your own personal collection. Maybe you have an external hard drive hanging out in your closet, and it happens to have all the weekly pay-per-views from NWATNA in 2004. Hook it up to your computer. Open up that VLC media, and let's enjoy some TNA wrestling. The runtime for this is approximately one hour, 51 minutes, and 37 seconds. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that's when you're going to want to hit that play button with us and enjoy the show. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Monty Brown is a double-A ball player. So, you know, I was just thinking, uh, of course, it, it already happened by the time you guys are, are listening to us. I'm just curious. I'm going to make a prediction. Do you think that Jeff Jarrett has hit Ric Flair with the stroke to then give him a stroke at, at the Ric Flair's last match pay-per-view? Oh, my God. Well, <clears throat> you know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I saw a post where Ric Flair said that he gets drunk every day leading into this match because he couldn't possibly do it sober. So I'm thinking about the liability issues here. If I'm Conrad Thompson, I'm thinking, okay, cool. My father-in-law is like 80 years old, has a pacemaker, and is more than likely going to be on some level intoxicated for his final, quote-unquote, final match. Oh, my God. Just seems like a disaster just waiting to happen. Whoa, I did not know he said that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I saw. It was like posted as a quote uh, from some interview, which oh. very well could have been taken out of context or uh, falsified. But that's what I saw. And if you see it on the Internet, more than likely it's uh, true. Oh, yeah, dude, Dusty's been kind of they're teasing the match with him and Demore. I forgot about this. Probably because I don't really care about it. Yeah, I'm not really interested in it. Oh, yeah, and he screwed Three Life Crew. The dude, I forgot about all this. Oh, yeah, and then Vince Russo teased that he's going to do something about this Wednesday night. Essentially, he's teasing it. He's going to fire Dusty. Yeah. Psychokinesis and Laporte. I'm looking forward to that match. That be yeah. Cool. And, like, what a random match to put together. So I think that's when I like more about it. Yeah. And don't forget, I forgot that this was literally just on our last weekly show where it was supposed to be that. Uh, well, he. What, what, is it the Hangman's Horror? He says two, but it's not. It's the, it's the first mm-hmm. true Hangman's Horror. But. Um, and uh, Sabu was not there due to some injuries. We discussed that on our last episode of Impact. Check that out uh, in the archives. And Ballpark Brawl TLC with Styles and Teddy right. Hart, if I remember correctly. That's correct. And uh, so instead, Sanjay Dutt replaced him. And as we're seeing in this highlight package, we're going to see it momentarily. I mean, there was some pretty nice stuff. He threw that fireball in Raven's face, which they are saying in the newsletter. 
essentially is going to is like a finish made for Cebu because the Sheik, of course, used to throw fireballs, and he eventually hung Raven over the rope to win the match, as we're seeing right now. Watching the highlights, dude, there was some good stuff in that match. Sanjay and Raven, I thought it was, it was a I good match. That was fun. And then there was this. The Druids. And that's someone who had their hand taped up. And we didn't see who. Oh, here we go. Team Canada talking with Larry Zabisco. Scott Hudson's like, come on, let's get in here. Shut up, Hudson. He's trying to get some questions. Oh, so she said someone was suspended, I thought I just heard. But Demore said he's in the match tonight because Dusty Rhodes wanted that. He said, Demore was just saying that uh, he was banned from ringside. He was banned from ringside for about seven minutes. Yeah. Well, look at this. Larry Zabisco said, the guy you need to talk to is Russo. I'm here to observe. So he's basically saying the championship committee has zero power, which is kind of weird because I thought that was kind of the point of like a checks and balances. But, you know, uh, doesn't matter now. And here's our intro. They still have a song like this on Impact, but hey. Uh, go ahead. Remember when uh, Terry Funk was like announced <laughs> in that, and we have not seen him, nor have they really talked about him. Um, Funk and Harley Race. Well, at least we've seen Harley Race. We saw Terry Funk before, but not. Well, not in a committee capacity. He was feuding with the Gathering. Or whatever. We haven't seen Harley since he's been in the committee. I thought he was at like the table once. I don't think that was the committee, though. I think that was for something else. Don't sell don't us sell out. Us out. Oh, I that's about. Taking shots. Oh, yeah. Definitely not leaving. Who's, who's this? Is this Michael Shane? Yeah, Michael Shane and Kazarian. We're starting off with Shane and Kazarian against uh, L.A. Park and uh, Psychosis. Lives there. Okay, I still hate it, but you know what? I might be warming up to the vest. I like the vest for Michael Shane. It might be warming up to it. All right. We're on the 25th. Even Tracy's got some little green on her to match them. As she should. They I have to show the, unity. The, right. Uh, the, I'm a little sad because I know this team is not going to last forever, but I really like it. Shane and uh, Kazarian? Yeah, I just feel like their personalities are eventually going to clash too much. I think you uh, you'd be surprised just how long, in in some form, that they are together. Well, I like that. Here is Psychosis and La Park. La Park. And he's got the fucking chairs. Let's see here. I'm I'm still pretty sure it's L.A. Park, but Mike Tanay says La Park, so I'm just gonna go with it. I think it is L.A. Park, yeah. I think oh. they say La Park on purpose on the pay per views. Because it sounds more familiar. And look, he's got the chair. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we immediately go after them. You're getting beat up. Uh, you'll recall that we saw LaPark literally two weeks ago. On August 11th. He was part of that column for the gold. Yeah. It was And, and Psychosis, for that matter. We're both in there. Yes, they were. So, there's that. And, of course... Uh, La Parca, or L.A. Park, is mostly wrestling for uh, CMLL at this point. Wrestling a bunch of guys that I just simply cannot pronounce their names. 
because okay. I barely I'm have a high course. school education. Jesus. I do. I barely have that. I barely passed. Uh, he's also wearing all red tonight, which I don't think I've ever seen him in all red. <laughs> Not that all red. Like full red. Yeah. No, I don't think he's ever worn that. That's like an outfit you make on community creations on a video game. And you're like, yeah, he looks good in red. <laughs> you switch the black all to red. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like, where he has the silver, that might be red. But then he'd be wearing black as well. Right. But not all red. Doesn't look bad. No, I don't. It's just different. Um, there, are, there are no indie notes for any of these guys. I kind of had a feeling. Now, Lepard still, he's still active, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 2022. Oh, very active. Oh, wow. Well, didn't he get, like, fired? He got fired from MLW, didn't he? Well, yeah, but who knows? Maybe that would have put him in a stink, and that was the end of his career. Double no, spear he, by Lepark and Psychosis. That. Getting fired from a promotion. The guy had his identity stolen, and he still wrestled. Oh, he is the current. The, he won the Crash Heavyweight title. I don't even know what that means. It's a company, The Crash. You never heard of The Crash? I have heard of that, but is that Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, so he defeated. And, uh, Park just hit stereo top rope splashes for a two count, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, he hit. Uh, he defeated Cinta del or- Oro and El Texano Jr. and Poroth. Now, I just want to give you guys context here. I barely have a high school education. Dallas has a full four-year Syracuse University education, and he's also not able to properly... I don't speak Spanish, though. Pronounce names. Well, you I think have, I did pretty good with have, those names, Bob. You should have taken a foreign language uh, in college and in high school. I didn't take it in college. I took it in high school, and I took German, which I also oh, did not speak. Why would you take German? I like the... I, I, I don't know. I like the food and stuff. I don't know. Okay, okay. I like Parker, Le Park, whatever you want to call him. He took out his own partner. On the yes, he did. Uh, he also recently defeated Sin, <laughs> Sin Bode, Bode. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. He, he defeated him in PCW Ultra May 13, 2022. He also wrestled at Triple Mania by defeating Volano 4 in an 18-minute match. Milano 4 is still wrestling? Dude, that match had to be fucking awful. I'm sorry. There's, there's no way that that's the same Volano from WCW, right? Let's see. Yep, it is. That's insane. Oh, nice. Tilt-A-World reverse DDT there by Psychosis. Going for a cover. One, two, kick out by Michael Shane. I like Psychosis. He's really good. Yeah, I, I also like Psychosis. Oops. I wanted to see what... Because uh, he still works, too, I believe. So I wanted to see what his current... What he's been doing these days. It's very seldom that a wrestler is not still wrestling, unless they are dead. Oh, dude, the strut. I know, but you never know. Uh, Tony Deppen defeated Psychosis at GCW in April 1st, 2022. I didn't know Psychosis was at GCW. Neither did I. That's pretty cool. Clothesline by Park to Kazarian. How about another one? No, he missed it. Ducked it. 
How about a running Hurricane Rana? Kind of under the armpits, but that works. That was weird, but yeah, it worked. Snap power slam. Who's nice. this guy, Randy Orton? Spinning heel kick. Dude, this dude can still move. He's a little bigger than his WCW days, but he's still moving. I think, I think he looks great. Suicide dive. Holy, what the holy shit. Bob, what the fuck was that? That was a suicide dive turned into a tornado DDT. That was fucking awesome. That Dude, was, it was beautiful. Great. Okay, look at this. Yeah, guys, ready? truck replay that, please. Let's go. Boom. Boom. Oh, my God. That was so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. Oh, wow. I just thought that was going to be a casual suicide dive. And he's like, nah, dude, screw you. I'm doing a tornado DDT, though. Oh, Park had a chair, but Michael Shane decked him from behind. Kazarian gets a little stomped to the face. Dude, these guys are on opposite sides of the ring in 2020 in MLW. Psychosis was on a team with Psycho Clown and a name I really don't know how to say. I'm going to call him Nino. Uh, and they lost to El Hio de La Parque. La Park and La Park Jr. The whole fam. Wow. Which one's which, though? Or are, they, or are they both his son? I have no idea. Makes you wonder. <laughs> Double suplex to La Park. I hope that Park and Psychosis win. And they stay with TNA for the next five years i have a feeling that's not gonna happen i mean it's absolutely not gonna happen but i wish it would could you imagine man if i was tna i would have tried to sign every single cruiserweight that was in wcw to a contract and then incorporate the exhibition guys and then like that's your show okay yeah i mean why not i'd fire jeff jarrett i'd fire jeff oh my god I just be a cruiserweight show. Two oh five live. Do it. No, park kick it out. Psychosis in his mind thinks he's helping his partner, but he's not actually. He's fucking up. Scooping another slam here by Kazarian to Park, and then he's going to the apron for a slingshot leg drop. Hits it. Park wants to make a tag, but he can't. Psychosis doesn't have the tag rope, so a tag shouldn't even count anyway. Kazarian keeping control with the chin lock. His knee pressed up against the lower back of Park. That's got to hurt unless you're doing yoga. And then, it still hurts if you do yoga. Fine. Have you tried that? I mean, I've, I've done yoga, and sometimes it does hurt. Yeah, you're right. you be careful stretching out your body, you know? It always hurts. Bob hurts when he stands up. His like, body does is like, what are you doing? I don't like this. Put me back down. I mean, I wish I could sit here and say that you're wrong. but No, I know I'm not. That's pretty much right. Clothesline by Kazarian cuts off Park's comeback at them. How are we slapping him? You don't do that. Oh, he's mocking the strut. Oh, I def- oh, 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 he's strutting. Spin a Rooney. Oh, and shit. Park just decked him with a left hand couple of his own. Wait, Michael Shane tried to get in too quick, but Psychosis said, nah, he ran right at him. A couple, couple right hands there. Ducks close in from Gazarian, comes back. Heel kick. Oh. 
Sounds nah, he's not Yeah, they are. I was just thinking that. Bulldog. Out of the corner on Shane by Psychosis. Cover him. One. Two. Ah, Kazarian makes the save. Park. Tossing Kazarian over the top to the floor. If this was WCW 1991, that's a disqualification. Ugh, that's so bad. It just that there's my timeline cut off. I can't watch it. If you can get DQ going over the top rope, you might as well just not watch it. I think they even did that up until like '96. Really? They had it for a while. Oh, what the hell? Michael Shane with a super kick, the psychosis, and a leg sweep. Whoa! Oh, he pinned psychosis. I don't think I was expecting that. I'm not sure why the park ran around the ring instead of just going in the ring. Uh, he probably realized that Kazarian can't stop him if he goes the, the other way. I think he messed up his uh, placement there. All right, Wait well, a second. What's well, this? That was a big win, but look who's coming out behind him. Team Canada. Scott Demore leading the troops here. I mean, I may have wanted Park and Psychosis to win, but that was a good win for uh, Shane and Kazarian. Yeah, when are they going to win the tag belts? Can we just get there? I'm telling you, I'd put him in... I'd put him in that scene. I think that'd be fun. Conor Russo, you're supposed to be the director of authority, but you're letting the inmates run the asylum. You said you'd have a decision on Dusty Rhodes, and I haven't heard anything yet. He wants Russo out here right now. Great. Fuck you! I, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> nothing. Fuck you! I loved how that was still his theme music when he was like born again. His first appearance after coming back was still fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Is this a song without the fuck you? I can't tell. Must be. I think it's a different song. Oh, okay, different song. Yeah. Because like his other music was more like what you would hear at a strip joint. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is more like boring classic rock kind of feel yeah. to it. This is like the type of... This sounds like a karaoke band trying to play one of their original songs. Yeah. But it's like not good. Super Sun Onage. Ten wants Chris, not... Jasmine? Something. Okay. I'm just reading signs in the cup. Okay, so you do not call me out here. And of course, I got my prop, my rolled up piece of paper. You want to talk to me? You talk to me on my time. Yeah. You, you make an appointment. Or he's about to leave, uh, and Ruth said, nah. Hit him. This is going to be on my time. Right here in my office, he's saying. You said you're going to take care of Dusty Rhodes? And you've done nothing. You have no problems banning me. Why? Why can Dusty just run around like he owns it? I'm a national treasure in Canada, he says.
I'll be the last person oh. you bump into, pal. Well, Russo's uh, standing up for himself. You've had enough of him for the last three months. Why don't you just fire him if you're sick of him? That would, that would solve so many issues in pro wrestling if you just fired people that you don't like. You know, here comes Dusty Rose with his cowbell and uh, BG James. That's and great. Conan. And Conan. And they all run scared. Russo doesn't seem happy that they're here. No. No, not at all, dude. Look, he's uh, putting his head down. He's resting his arms and head on the top roll. That's usually not a good sign. Shut up. Okay. He's making the whole thing, man. If you don't love it, leave it. Earn your money in America right now. The crew in the dream. Look, he's trying to get Russo. Russo's like pissed. Dusty, how many times do I tell you? No. Gucci Conan, back off. Dusty, don't make me say it, Dusty. Oh. He's going to do nothing. Because look at me, Dusty. Look at me. <laughs> look at me. Dusty's doing the march thing. Look. I mean, that's what he does when he ignores people. He just marches. Yeah, he's just bobbing. Stop the shenanigans and look at me when I'm talking to you. As much as he kills me. Look at me. Okay, stop saying his name. We know who he is. Right. You're fired. Suspended and barred from the building. So that just means that he's going to come back. All right. Three Life Crew are going to be getting beaten down by five guys in Dusty Road. He's going to burst in with his truck. He's going to run down the Canadians. And then Vince Russo is going to have to be like, Dusty, I told you not. I didn't have but like, it's okay. Right. Bob, do I sound different right now? Not really. Why? Okay. I don't know. I, fit, I, I just wonder if my settings were messed up here or something. Sound normal to me. Okay. Same old nasally Dallas. Oh, my God. <laughs> What an asshole. <laughs> Wait, do I really sound easily? <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I talk? Okay, I'm going to talk like this, and I'm not going to breathe out of my nose. Chris Vaughn. Hey, wait. Is Rick Santel there? I got his card right here. We're going to have to talk like Squidward for the rest of the show. Squidward. What do you mean Dusty Rhodes can't come back to the arena? 
<laughs> Scott Demore is blowing kisses. Scott Demore's Canadian. <laughs> okay, let's end this. This yeah, is going on right, way too long. Team Canada's music's been playing for about two minutes, and they're still in the ring yelling at each other. The crowd is singing to the Canadian National Anthem. Are they? Well, the heel section is, at least. Oh. Which there is was like a, right I did notice they the, they did show the camera on some Canadian fans that were like, it's not our fault we're Canadian and we're the best or something right, like that. Right, right, right. Which I thought was really funny. Because if you're coming from fucking Canada, you're going to Nashville, <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't close, man. You probably, you probably earned your... Uh, you're right to, to say. I mean, we're even like eight hours, I think, from Nashville. Something like that. Might even be a little bit more. Might be more than that. Oh, Canada. Nashville Fairgrounds. I'm going to say 11 hours. I'm gonna say it's at the flea market. It's probably at the same place. Or no, I'll do the yeah, I'll do the I'll do this. Oh wow, it's even longer than I thought. What? Twelve hours? Whoa. Wow. I could just I could see it now. It's two thousand four and Dallas is like, Bob, you wanna to go to the <laughs> fairground? We got to leave the house by 4 a.m. because I want to be there two hours before doors, and doors are at 6. And I'd be like, Bob, we'd leave the day before, bud, just, to, <laughs> just so we could sleep and fix ourselves. Right. That would be so disgusting. Look at Don Harris carrying him out, arm over his shoulder and everything. Would, would we go home uh, as soon as the show ended or no? Yeah, probably. We'd get home at 10 a.m. <laughs> Or 11 a.m. We're seeing the uh, flashback to the era. We're kind of highlighting the Desire Goldilocks feud, but we're seeing some new footage of Goldilocks and like Alex Shelley dining at nice restaurants or in Beverly Hills. Oh my God, he's painting her nails. Her I, can see, I can see why maybe Alex Shelley didn't like doing this if he had to paint some someone's toenails. What if Sonny like turns on desire and he wants to be part of like this rich thing. I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen that happen with any of these guys yet, but I guess many of them don't have their own. Uh... Well, I mean like D Ray doesn't know what he's doing. And then... why is he in the water? Is yeah. This is it like a waterfall, like taunting I... at a waterfall. Kind of confused about that. See, it's stuff like that where like wrestling is just weird because you have a bit on waterfall, which means that there's a, a cameraman. Did he get the cameraman to go with him to, Film that at a waterfall? Uh, I don't know, but I didn't know that there was a seizure warning on the show because, whoa. Yeah, I'm kidding. Okay, it's not. Um, I also like the idea that maybe that wasn't like a true waterfall and they were just out front of a hotel and they had a best stand inside of like a fountain. Oh. And like that's kind of a really funny idea. That might not be. That might oh. be wrong. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. Here comes Alex Shelley, accompanied by Goldilocks. Goldilocks looking uh, normal and not doing a character. 
No, but she. It looks like she like did something different with her hair this week. Kind of looks nice. Grizzly bear Alex Shelley. It's not grizzly bear. It's baby bear. Well, you got to make him sound tougher. Alex Shelley just earned a uh, a shot at the Impact World Title current day, which is pretty exciting. I can't wait to see that in eighteen years. Hey, desire. I'd. <laughs> It'd be 51. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so gross. Oh, you're used to say Sonny Saki, but you got one thing I want, and that's a contract. And she feels like expanding her enterprises today. You know it's in Staples, don't you? You can be with Sunny Saki forever, but only under her. So she wants Desire's contract very bad right now. What's this? She's like not doing anything with the contract, so I don't understand. Where's the video tube, Bob? The video tube is gone. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Here's Desire, who is not dressed to compete. She's wearing a dress and a skirt and heels. She's not wrestling. Obviously, uh, at least we know her back isn't broken, so. Thank God. Okay, so she's bringing someone out to fight for her. Right, to fight Alex Shelley. What the fuck? <laughs> she picked La Park Bob. up. Wait, that's not La Park. That guy is tall. Dallas. Dallas. Oh, wait, even today saying it's someone in the La Park costume. Mind yeah, you, it's, he's wearing all black. It's Diamond Dallas Page. Oh. Wait, no, it's Chris Harris. He's worn it before. It's, yeah, he has. Yeah, you're right. Wait, that was hilarious. <laughs> well, you know what? I give credit to Tanae and Wes to sit there and be like, well, we know it's not Lamar because like, he's too tall. <laughs> and we just saw him. Ooh, if they, I think if they waited a little longer, you could have tricked people a little bit more. I mean, it was literally the last match. Right. Pump kick by Lamar. Okay. I wonder who's done the pump kick before. Choke slam. It's not the big show. Oh no. I don't know, man. Oh. One, two, three. Wait, she He just got pinned. He well, just pinned him under a minute. Okay. Wait, do they get the money then? D- doesn't that mean they're all free? She's yelling at Shelly. What happened? Wait, I think so, because here's Sonny Siaki. This is it? We're just ending it now? That's the conclusion to the f- angle? Oh, wait, or is it, it just oh, Siaki? Wait, it might just be Siaki. Yep, they're saying Siaki's free. Okay. Well, so then screw Shark Boy and D Ray then? Oh, oh my it's the park. God. Oh, Dude, that's my, my gift. I'm going to hit you with your, your chair. Bastard. Okay, this is incredible. Double La Parks. Wait, are we going to see who's underneath? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's Eric Watts. Oh, shit. Eric Watts is back. Oh, shit. 
Oh, wait, look at LaPark dancing. So LaParka must have been part of it then because he's celebrating. What is happening? Oh, my God. He, they're like strutting together. Dude, this is hilarious. I need this as a team now. LaPark and Eric Watts in the LaPark outfit. That's funny. Oh, wait, yeah, that's a good point. Goldilocks owns Eric Watts' contract, so how does that even work? Not as LaPark. Oh, not as LaPark. Why is she getting mad at Abyss? He didn't do anything. That's probably why she's mad, because he didn't do nothing. Siaki needs the TNA title. Join well, look, they're saying they're blaming it on Abyss, even though he was nowhere near the ring. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how it works. You got to blame, and you blame anybody but yourself. Yeah, how can he keep turning the other cheek? Give her the black hole slam. Well, he's hyping up. She pushed him twice. Oh, Shelly standing in the way. Are they about to split right now? I mean... Oh, he just grabbed Shelly by the throat again. Now, remember, she just talked him out of doing this on Impact. The crowd's getting really hype about this right now. Don't oh. do it, Abyss. Don't do it. Wait, his song's just playing. That means they're taking too long. They're like, okay, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Come on, guys. Well, he didn't do it. He pushed him off. I guess we're not done yet. If you're following along at home, by the way, we're at 33 minutes, seven seconds into the show. Okay, we're talking to Larry Zabisco, the only member of the championship committee who ever shows up. Dude must live in Nashville. He always wears the ugliest shirts. I love it. Does that surprise you? No. See, he's here to observe. It doesn't surprise him what's happening. Is it Dusty Rhodes that brought him here tonight? Oh, here comes Eric Watts and Sonny Siaki and Desire. He didn't answer the question, did he? No. We were all playing with Pooh Bear. He forgot the most important thing. The contract. Oh! Eric Watts' contract expired August 20th. How convenient. He's a free man. At least it's a couple. It's not just one day after it expired. Right. Next week, you and Abyss and Pooh Bear and Pooh Bear, you're gonna face Watts Siaki for everything. Okay, so Eric Watts says when we beat you guys, we want the hostages back. 
Yeah, shark boy, get it on, baby. Well, at least they're they're not gonna forget about him, I guess. Okay, so next week has got to be the end of this angle, and we've talked about it before. They have to wrap this up in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where it's primarily been feuding. So, Jason Cross is back. Will he hit his finisher? Probably not. He misses it every fucking time. You know, I'm surprised that he still gets a shot on these shows. Dude, when we first saw him, I was super into it. And now it's like, oh, he's the guy who misses his finishing move. Oh, shit. Joey Matthews. Making his return. I like Joey. Is he still nuts? He's got to be, right? I haven't heard from him in a while. Is Joey Matthews still nuts? Yeah, you know how he's been going crazy about, like, well, he was going crazy about Ring of Honor and stuff on online? Um, I don't know if I'd classify that as being nuts more so than, like, he's Ex- just looking out for talent. Well, yeah, but, like, he, he like, the way he posts it is, is um, a little erratic. Yeah, I mean. I fo- hey, I follow him. I'm all for it, but. He, I told you about how he messaged me one time, right? I don't know if, I don't know if I remember that or not. Well, he had messaged me about. Um, how uh, how just he, came out and I'll save it. I had, I had reviewed a match between him and Jerry Lawler, and I guess he saw it because I tagged. I wasn't tagged. Uh, I had typed out like the description on Twitter, so he was just like, uh, can, "How can I get footage of that?" And then I said, "I don't know how to do that." And then he was like, "You screen record your screen," and I was like, "I don't know how to do that." And he's like, "I'll just call the guy from High Spots." To get it, and I was like, okay. Oh, well, that's that's kind of cool. Okay, so we have a four-way number one contender match. I think so. What's happening? Um, that's what it sounds like. Jason Cross, Sanjay Dutt, Chris Saban, and Joey Matthews. So, uh, Chris Saban and Joey Matthews were in a four-way match on August twenty-first for the three PW Heavyweight Championship, which Joey Matthews held. Four-way elimination. Christopher Daniels defeated AJ Styles, Chris Saban, and Joy Matthews to win the match and title in 43 minutes and 12 seconds. Holy. So, there's that for you. Uh, did you, I can't remember, did you say there was any in the last match or no? I feel I'm surprised if there was, did. there was not. I'm surprised. There's Shelly. I'm not surprised because all these guys are getting screwed over with their checks and stuff. So, well, 15% side of the ring. Dut. Oh, they're outside. Oh, pop up on the apron. Hurricane Rana. Or Tilt a Whirl Head Scissor. Sorry. Not Hurricane Rana. I'm trying to find Joey Matthews on Twitter now, but I know he has a weird name and I don't remember what it is. I don't remember what it is either. Oh, well. One of the young lions of the X Division, he calls Jason Cross. Well, he is. He's young. Um, I'm trying to see if... 
Yeah, I can't find him. I mean, listen, I enjoy I enjoy Joey Matthews. I enjoy his his tweeting. I liked when he was exposing Ring of Honor for their shitty stuff. So I'm all for it. I wonder if he's still suing them now that Tony Khan has. Um, that's a great point because I feel like the people he had problems with are no longer involved in the company. But he could probably still sue like those people, right? Uh yeah, he definitely could. Uh, all right. So, like I mentioned before, Joy Matthews is still competing uh, for OVW, and in fact, it looks like M and M has formed. Oh uh, shit! As of August. Well, actually, back in July, it looks like that might have even been a thing. Wait, so at this time, he's already teaming with Nitro. Correct. Holy crap. That is so crazy to think about. But since he's an OVW talent, he can appear elsewhere. Yeah, because he's not signed to, like, WWE's thing. I'm surprised that they would... Well, okay, if they're not signed to WWE, I guess they don't care then. Because the, what's the point? They. That's really interesting, though. This has got to be leaning yeah. on his last... This has got to be his last appearance here, then. I would have to think fairly soon. Because the whole thing was that WWE technically didn't own OVW. OVW was running its own thing. They would just have their talent go down there. Right. So when it came to like the video footage or whatever, WWE like they bought the footage. I think in regards to their talent. But aside from that, well, just for funsies, on November sixteenth, two thousand four, Matthews and Nitro wrestle in a dark match on Velocity. Wow. They lost, but. That's still pretty crazy. And he wrestled on Heat earlier in this year. Right. Matthews and Cross working as a team, taking out Dutt here. I'm trying to see when they make their... They're... It looks like they... Wait, they... They lost their... Oh, this is a house show. That's a house show. Ooh, I was like, come on. What are we doing here? When? Where do they make their... Okay, here we go. Wait, is this their debut match? April For what? April 18th, 2005, as M&M. And they uh, defeated Guerrero and Mysterio to win the tag titles on Saturday. I believe, that, I believe that's right, yeah. Because I know that they... Yeah, they made their debut... Shortly after WrestleMania 21. I don't know if I remember that they won the titles in their debut like that. I, I seem to remember that. I liked Eminem because I was watching SmackDown on a regular basis then. And I remember <clears throat> really uh, enjoying that they won the, the titles. Yeah, I liked them a lot. And then they went down to... It looks like Kenny. I think they kind of kept those for a while. They kept what? They kept the titles for. Oh, there's a lot of house shows in between here, but. Yeah, oh, okay. They lost. July. They lost them until yeah, the Great American Bash 2005. They lost to Heidenreich and Road Warrior Animal. Right, and that was them really um, exploiting the Road Warriors like tag team and Hawks death or whatever, which is pretty shitty. But. Why did he die around that time, or he died earlier than that, didn't he, or not? 
No, yeah, he died re- earlier than that. I think in 2003 he passes away, but... Okay, I knew... No, I knew... Oh, Tower of London, China, or Tower of Doom or whatever, but, like, it was a suplex version. A German suplex German on, on Dutt, yeah. Uh, no, it was, like... I vaguely remember, like, Robert Animal being like, oh, you know, I had a you know, hawk with my brother. Heinrich, you're, like, gonna be my new whatever. And it was just a whole thing. I do remember that very briefly. Because yeah. I remember when they hated the paint and everything, and I was like, why is this happening? Yeah, it Matthews was just... going for a move there, but nope. Sapin, give him a heel kick to the head. And Cross with a Kick to the head? I don't know. It's kind of a weird kick. Sanjay, clothesline into that backbreaker combo. Who's your pick here, man? I kind of almost want to say Dutt needs to win this after that win against Raven. Um, yeah, Sanjay. Sanjay is a baby face to fight PD as the champion. Yeah, I mean, Chris Saban just had a shot. Jason Cross isn't going to be a thing. And Joy Matthews, like we've been saying here, if he's part of Eminem. I thought he just pinned Sanjay. Well, he did almost just win. What the hell? That was weird. Jason Cross, what the heck is this? I don't even know how to describe that. He had a double underhook, and he kind of like flipped and did like a... He didn't do quite like the unprettier, but... And anyway, Saban fucked him up anyways. Hit him with a drop kick. He's an innovator. We just crossed the 45-minute mark in the show. 45 minutes, 5 seconds. Saban. Oh! Off the top rope, he flipped him over. Going for a cover. No. And everyone's down, dude. Saban's fucking stuff up. Trying to become the number one contender to face Petey Williams at a later date. Probably next week. Hopefully next week. Saban. Oh, my God. Huge oh. dive on a Matthews. Barely I'm got really caught. I'm not sure if he caught him there. Hindu press. One, two, three. Hindu press wins it for Sanjay. Oh, there you go. We predicted it. That's right. And I'd like to point out that is, in fact, Joey Matthews' final TNA appearance ever. Really? He never comes back? Doesn't look like it. Wow. Next week against Petey Williams. They just said it right there. I mean, he barely, he like did not hit that, but we'll pretend that he did. <clears throat> That's the right guy to win, though. Yeah, I th- I'd say so. To the back. Hudson is with the Naturals. Davis looks so good with the titles, dude. They do, don't they? Who would you rather face, Triple X or America's Most Wanted? It doesn't matter, Scott. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Does it really matter? Because we're going to be them. Vinny's 480 is out here fighting. The best team in TNA is right here. 
Andy Douglas, I think he's just missing like dip in his bottom lip right now because like that'd be mm. perfect for him. Okay, highlight package time, Bob. They are the pinnacle of tag team excellence. All right, well, I'm going to pee then because we still got an hour and four minutes of this nonsense. That's right. We really do. All right, so carry the show, Dallas. Okay, we're seeing a highlight of all the matches. Uh, Murder's one winning that first one, which I don't think is what they should have done. Because, you know, Baker's most wanted seems to do better when they are behind. That's all that Daniels could take. And we're just going to highlight package. Uh, we already saw this in the previous episodes here in the past few weeks. You guys have listened to it. You know about that. I guess you know what I'm going to do while Bob's gone. Because uh, I don't know how to talk about this highlight package anymore. If you are missing more TNA content in your life, you can head over to our Twitter page at CrossTheLineTNA to give us a follow. We really appreciate the support. You can also like us over on Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod. And hey, if you want to buy a t-shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com slash CrossTheLineTNA. We're all over the place. Share us with your friends. And hey, we're about to go to our, our entrances. That was great timing. But you know what else? If you guys do also enjoy the show, if you leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a good one. Share it on Twitter. We'll read it on air. And uh, we really appreciate if you guys would share us around and uh, leave us a review. Here comes Triple X. Primetime, Christopher Daniels. Great tag team. Who is going to win? I think either team could win this. Glad to know I didn't miss anything. Nope, just entrances. Entrances and cheap plugs, Bob. Cheap plugs for what? Our show. Oh, you did the whole follow us on Facebook and stuff like that? Yeah, is it really a cheap plug if they're listening to our show, though? No, it's not cheap. You, they just want more content. I know you guys need more content. Two episodes a week is just not enough. So you guys got to give us those follows to see images of the shows we're watching if you're not following along. Look at this. America's Most Wanted barely gets to finish their entrance. They get attacked here. And also, Bob, I was just thinking here, out loud, of course, that either team really could win this. I mean, it's got to be AMW, though, right? You think? Well, thing, I mean, the thing that's crazy is both teams have wins over the Naturals as well. Right. I think for if I was doing this whole booking bullshit, I would, I would have AMW win, right, and then I'd have them beat the Naturals. On that last show. Yeah, because I think when you go into, if at the end of the Asylum years here, if our champions were Jeff Hardy. P.D. Williams and AMW, I'm pretty happy with that. So, and we know already about the three-hour pay-per-view coming up. Yep. Um, I would have, and I think I would do um, AMW, and I really like Michael Shane and Kazarian. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a fresh matchup that you're having on a pay-per-view that isn't, hasn't been done to death. 
I think I would do that. Daniels is in the ring with James Storm. The bell has officially started since two guys got in the ring. While uh, Chris Harris in primetime are wrestling over near the commentator's table, which is made of fucking steel and will never break. Well, you know what, Dallas? Um, I believe in my TNA 07. You're lying. Here, hang on a minute. Okay. There is a moment where Rhino loses his shit, flips it over, kicks oh. it. And it does partially break a little bit. That does not count at all. That fucking counts, dude. No. Someone needs to go through it. Like, they need to use it as, like, a foreign object. This is fucking bullshit, dude. No. TNA is the only company in existence that has not put somebody through an announcer's table. I know. Isn't that insane? I don't understand. Don't that was one of the rules when they started. Stuff. Jarrett was like, listen, we got to be different. No announce table breaks. And they were like, <gasps> how are we going to book? things our our budget on the uh breaking of commentator tables is pretty much nothing so we need to hold true to this so if we can just get a metal table it'd be great even AEW didn't do it for a while and then they they they, they've done a couple but not a lot of commentary table breaks yeah they go up there and do it they've done it like twice i feel like Hmm. well i remember the one where like it wasn't the commentary table, but like Ricky Morton got put through a table. Oh my god! But that was like off the stage, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, but wasn't it through the stage? Yeah, I think so. Or something, dude. That was crazy too. Yeah. And then like they didn't really follow, <laughs> didn't really follow up on it. They're just like, okay, see you next week. Well, I think that that was more like because it was the Bucks who did it, right? I think so. It was just I think like them disrespecting legends. I don't know if there was. A lot to follow up on that one. I would have done Young Bucks against the Rock and Roll Express. I think they should have too, but... I would have 1 million percent done that. But that might have been also at a time where it was AEW versus NXT, and I'm sure people would have turned the channel if the Rock and Roll Express were actively competing on television in 2019. Um, yeah. Or whatever it was. It would have been 2019. Either that or early 2020, because then obviously the pandemic happened and shut shit down. Cut wrench suplex by prime time. Is he going to get him? Barely got a one count on James Storm. Beautiful gut wrench move. Storm. What was that? Okay. Prime time lifted Storm up in the air and then uh, Daniels did like an STO. Or no. That was like a flatliner, I guess. Kind of. Oh, Daniel's taunting Storm as he's punching him between the ropes, saying, hurt my shoulder. Okay, so Daniel's taking it personally, saying, like, you hurt me on purpose. Very interesting. They're the bad guys now. They're all bad. That's an important character uh, development there. Right, and even Tanae is saying, this is a very different side of Daniel's than we are used to seeing. I really, I really wish both teams weren't wearing black. Yeah, why do we got to do that? Remember, Christmas one never wears black. Why are they wearing black? I don't know. What do they usually wear? Blue? I, they wear blue a lot. Blue is a lot, yeah. Duck under. Got to roll up one, two. No, Daniels kicks out at two. 
Jawbreaker. That will stop Daniels a little bit. He may have a little goatee, but that's not going to be enough cushion for his chin. There's the STO on Storm after he decks Harrison. A little goatee. <laughs> Harrison pissed. He's like, come on, man. Let me in. You got to tag me in, man. That's my partner. Here's prime time. Legally gets the tag in. And then they are going to just slam Storm to the mat. Scoop and a slam. Skipper, or excuse me, prime time. Scoop slamming his own partner, Daniels, on the Storm. He gets a DK. He's got to get a tag. Skipper snapmare. Kicks Kick the, the upper back. Sure, that felt great. Skipper going for another cover. Gets a two count. Forearms by Skipper on the mat. Now he's ramming the back of his head like a cat fight. I was going to say, what the heck? Rubbing his forearm in the face. That would piss me off, dude. If you, if I was on the mat and you're rubbing your forearm in my face, I'd be... Yeah. I'd, I'd lose my shit. I would break kayfabe. Like, dude, stop fucking doing that. No, I like the forearm thing. It is a wicked, dirty move. I fucking hate that. I'd be like, seriously, dude, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. I feel like, you know what? That's why I feel like I couldn't be a wrestler. Like, I know we're acting, but, like, if you fucking, you stiff me and you catch me on the wrong day, I'll break, I'll go off script. And I'll be regulated to dark or main event for the rest of my life. <laughs> Moonsault there by Daniels. Gets a two count. Split leg Moonsault only got him so far. Well, it's not technically a split leg Moonsault. I know. But I don't know how else you would describe it, but yeah. Yeah, it's still kind of, it kind of is, but it's not, you know. Don West is impressed that James Storm is just hanging in there, considering he's been double teamed now for several minutes. Chris Harris, all he can do is just aggressively look while standing on the apron. But he got punched by Skipper. Now he's going past Rudy Charles. Wow. But Rudy Charles, he grabbed him by the waist and is now managing to somehow keep Chris Harris in the corner. I was having a crazy. Chris Harris is at least 260. Solid muscle. Rudy Charles is probably a buck sixty, no muscles. And he was able to keep him in the corner. I was, uh, I, I had a crazy thought because this match seems very chaotic compared to their other matches. Uh, well, like, I think that kind of shows you like they need, they want to win. You know, right. Like right. Desperate. But like, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think this is going to happen necessarily, but it wouldn't surprise me if this one ends up being a draw and we have to have one more match. <laughs> Dallas, don't fucking say that because what is the point of a best of three or best of five? If it has to be four. Yeah, like if we don't like have a, a finish to the stipulation. I don't think it'll happen, but I, it crossed my mind with how chaotic it is. James Storm with a powerbomb out of the corner. Sunset flip powerbomb out of the corner. Now he's going to try to go to Chris Harris this time. The camera is zooming in on Chris Harris, so that probably means he's going to make the tag. I would assume. And... Oh, come on. Holy shit, James. Okay, there we go. Jeez. Harris gets the hot tag. Left hands for everybody. You get a punch. 
Hey, Daniels, how you doing? Good. You're going to the ropes, and you're going to get a backdrop. Hey, primetime. I'm going to duck that. I'm going to hit you in the back of the head, and then I'm going to do the canatonic. No, I lied. Full Nelson slam, though. Oh, hi, Daniels. You're going to get an over-the-shoulder power slam. So I watched a bulldog match today. And uh, one, two, and he kicked out, just like somebody would do to bulldog anyway. So that, that fits, uh, fits the move. Over foot, coming back. Nope. Slap. Check. Punch. Chop. Chop. Nope. Oh, oh. Heart attack. Uh-oh. Daniel's trying to fight out of it. Daniel's looking like a child having a tantrum. And he got clothesline by yours. Heart attacks. Prime time. Breaks the cover. Just in time for prime time. Okay, I love Ryan. Oh. Oh, Matrix. to to duck that. Oh, he didn't duck that clothesline by Harris, though. Jeez. No. He popped back up and got nailed. All right, now he's going for, what, the jackhammer? No, Daniels makes a save. Punch the, from behind. Skipper. He's going to go for a vertical suplex. Daniels on top rope. That means a cross body, probably. Yep, not great, but uh, hit it. One, two, kick out by Harris. Is that what they call it, the primetime suplex? Um, I've never heard them say that before, but yeah, I guess so. I don't know. James Storm punch on the top turnbuckle. Are they doing the power and glory move here? Um, uh, Daniels is doing a hurricane run. It's usually a superplex. And then Skipper's walking the ropes, and he's going to do a light drop. Okay, so that's not the power and glory move that I was thinking. One, two, kick out. Oof. All right. Well, we're getting some good near falls here. I'll give them that. Yeah, we are. And the crowd in the front all like. <laughs> well, I feel like they want Triplex to win. Yeah, I kind of do too. Which is weird. Bookshot? Oh, Bookshot there? No. Oh. That was like a tackle. Whoa. He held them in the air for like two seconds on that. That wasn't bad. Oh, duck. Oh, that was a nice super kick right on the face of Daniels. Again, if Daniels had a beard, it probably wouldn't hurt that much, but he's got only a little tiny goatee, so that's going to hurt. Oh, are they going to go for the death sentence? We know. We find the death sentence. Guilty. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, Daniels headbutts out of it. Nice. Chris Harris, though, just stands there. Cross body. He's got a cover one. Two Skipper makes the save. Oh, Storm punches Skipper right in the face. And oh, the referee goes down. It looks like, but Storm and Skipper fall to the floor. Now Rudy's checking on the guys not in the match because, like, that's what we do. Oh. Daniels sends Harris into the referee. Rudy Charles is unconscious. Oh, Daniels going for Angel's wings. Oh, he's struggling. Who's this? Oh, no. Oh, it's the Naturals. Powder to Powder. the face by Stevens to Daniels. Wait. Powder to Harris now. Pow. So they don't want either one? Oh, no. Oh, Double shit. Double chair, chair shot. Shots. Oh, hey, Rudy. Oh, oh there's oh, the belt. Dale, you suck. Fucking do it, dude. I fucking do it. You suck. 
A no contest, but you know what you do? Does Vince Research come out and be like three way dance? Yeah. Three way dance September eighth. Fucking book that. Fuck it. I guess there's no number one contender. <laughs> you know, that is good logic for a, for a heel, but he's forgetting the oh. part where, like, they can just make it through. Oh, so Wait, the championship also. committee, who's just supposed to be observing, is out here. Has no power. And we called them jerks, that ain't right. Shut your mouth, punk. You tell him, Larry. Tails, you have not do you not have any notes during the show? I just noticed this. No. Really? The pay-per-views we usually don't anymore. Oh wow. Well, they're gonna be barred from ringside. We will find a number contender. I like the idea of a three-way a lot more now. So next week, so it sounds like it's going to be an impact match. Yeah, we are. Friday oh, at wow. Impact, dude. That's smart. Okay, I like that. You know what? That's fine. Okay, I kind of feel pissed off that if I bought this for 10 bucks, that I'm not getting a conclusive finish, and I'm getting that on a free TV show. Right. What the but heck? But that was going to make me watch the TV show. Why does BG James have two black eyes? Uh, that's a great question. It's not paint, is it? It looks like black eyes to me. Oh, no, that's definitely black eye. Right? Or is it like a strip over his nose that just went under his eyes, too? No, it looks like it goes up high. Come on, camera guy. Zoom in on BG James' face. He'll talk in a second. Get it. Got it. Good. Conan doing his... Uh, if you have a certain look... Or if someone likes you, then uh, you kind of get your way a little bit more. Rachel. Talking about being in the wolf pack. Look at that. He's basically saying, well, Ron Killings won the title twice. You reversed the decision twice. Now we got Dusty on our side. You suspend him. So Conan's basically thinking that Co uh, that Russo is against them. Oh shit, dude, he's hype. Yeah, it's not a strip. It's not over the bridge of his nose. So that's that's under his eyes. So he does. Yeah, he has two black eyes. So you will not forget what happens tonight. You see, now, the Conan promo there, I kind of just don't agree with because, yeah, he's part of the Wolfpack, but, like, he was, like, the fifth lead of that group. He wasn't, he was not the attraction of that group. There's no way. Well, you have Nash, you have Nash, you have fucking Sting. Randy Savage was part of the Wolfpack. Oh. Uh, we got Eric Young, Johnny Devine, and Scott Demore in this match against Conan and BG James. 
I hate to say this, but I feel like when Eric Young and Johnny Devine are the team, you know they're not winning. They're not winning. Yeah. They're not the A team of Team Canada. They're the B team. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if they're going to lose, I wouldn't have Bobby Roode in that. You protect Bobby Roode. There's no reason. Uh, in the, I mean, I guess you could be in and not take the pin, but. Giant Divine, if they are losing, Divine's taking the pin, though, right? Yeah, probably. Beware. Three live crew. This is the one I like. Beware. And also, Bada Beware. Three live crew. I think it is. What's, what is? I'm trying to. I think this is the version of the song I like. Uh, maybe it's not. I did like the passion that Conan put into that promo, though. And here he is again. Well, he is very good at passionate uh, racial discrimination type of promos. Well, sometimes it's a good point, man. Well, here's the thing. A lot of the time it's true. Right. I just don't think the Wolfpack part of that, where he was like, I got, you know, I was part of the biggest group or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you were, but you were like the fifth lead of it. You weren't the main guy. Although, if his argument was he's part of that group and then I got fucked over after, yeah, I, mean, I guess he did. But not one, not two. Still have jobs like six We are at one hour, eight minutes, and fifty-five seconds, or forty-two minutes and thirty-eight seconds left in the show. Which, by the way, is your average runtime for an Impact episode. So we basically have an Impact episode left. Yeah. It's a great way to looking at it. With significantly less matches. Oh, my God. Scott Demore takes off the jacket, and he's got towels around his neck, ready to fight. His neck's broken. The fact that Scott Demore has a match with Conan and BG James right now is really funny. Dusty's got to come back, though, right? He's got to. I was hoping that he'd buy a ticket and sit in the front row or something. (laughs) Give me a break. What? Oh, the crowd is the third man? Yeah, because they're firmly with Conan and B. James. And why is Ron Killings not happen to be their third man? That is a great question. Wow. Oh, what is... Oh, Oh, we're doing like a pendulum? Ron Killings is in the main event, that's why. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. What Damn if it. um, I want them to do like a recreation of uh, the Bash at the Beach and have like Dusty Rhodes or like Jim Duggan come down, and then Don West or like Mike Tanaki be like, "Oh, he's here to help through that crew." The Don West be, like, "What side is he on?" <laughs> and then they turn Canada, be great Canadian. Surfboard submission, but Conan's not going to make Eric Young submit. Okay, he's just not going to do it. Divine into whoa. Okay, oversold the ruling lariat clothesline. Did Divine? Conan tagging in BG James. Is Conan hurt? What was, what is that? Mm-hmm. He hunched over. Uh, is BG checking? On, I think Conan might be hurt. Oh, man. 
Well, he's t- well. He, let's see. He's standing. He's going to the apron, so we can't even see if he can walk on it. Yeah, I think he's. Really... He's looking like oh shit, dude. He might be okay. You know the thing about Conan too is like, so we're in two thousand four. Within like what, a year, his hip is like just not. He can't do anything wrestling wise, right? Why does he pretty much stop within like a year I, or so? I think so because when he comes. Uh, informs a group in like two years it's mainly just as a mouthpiece and he doesn't wrestle i don't think does he right so i wondered just how abrupt is it like oh hey by the way i need double hip replacement or whatever it was oh my god that's so crazy but don't you worry he's still gonna take pile drivers in 2021 that was sick (laughs) that was sick i was not expecting that and he took it great yeah, that was shit. That was nuts. Okay, got a fucking headlock in. Not really much to say here, guys. No indie notes, no regular notes, and a headlock. Excellent combination. Well, to be honest with you, um, I didn't check. Oh, you're slacking. See, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt and just be like, hey. Well, here's the thing. All right. With Road Dog, and by Road Dog, I mean BGJ, he pretty much, like, not ever does anything in terms of, like, indies. Unless he's with his fucking Billy Gunn. I feel like (sighs) BG James, at this time, I could see him also working at, like, Kmart. (laughs) I don't know why. Like, I don't think he needs Maybe I'm... I just picture that. I'm losing my mind here because apparently Conan, he's like wrestling in 2008, 2009, 2010. Whoa. Conan. Really? Am I, what the fuck? Conan wrestled July 1st? Oh, I don't think that was like, <laughs> I think that's probably like a bullshit thing. It was in AAA. Well, there you go. That's fucking weird. I don't, th- okay. I don't know. Was it a six man? Yeah. But that's always the case in, in Canada. Or uh, Mexico. In Canada. <laughs> in Mexico. Canada's on the mind. Triple A in Canada. That's right. It should be on Same the mind because they're the best. Huh. Four, or uh, elbow off the top by Eric Young after Divine, I think, just dropped like a knee. Get to two count. Huh. Okay, so I'm looking at Conan's thing here. It looks like Conan's last TNA match is Destination X 2006. Hmm. Okay. Well, that adds up with what you're saying, then. Yeah. So there's that. The third man's coming into play, Bob, as the crowd cheers. What am I doing? Uh, there are really no indie notes here, which is just really frustrating because I want these guys to have uh, work. That way I can say it. Uh, they're just not. Trying to mind. Did he do anything? I'm going to say no. And of course, 
he didn't. So that's fun. All right, cool. So there's nothing in this match. Fantastic. And I, I mean, honestly, I'm not really interested in this match because it's fucking BG James. I just, I just don't care. I know, isn't that bad? I really don't care. My dude, so current day, let's talk BG James current day, where he talks about how awful AEW is, and then the next week he's like, I don't know why they won't hire me. I've been begging for a job. Well, again, I mean, what what can you say about that? I understand being like you know constructive criticism, but, yeah, but there's a difference between constructive and being like, "Wow, I really fucking hate that," or like, yeah, completely insulting. Yeah, the thing, and then he's like, "Oh, I see things that I don't like that I could like change," and it's like, dude, I don't know if. Uh, I think maybe he's praising himself a little bit too much for like the NXT stuff. Because like somebody who what somebody was like, they weren't even having the lights on during a NXT or SmackDown or something. Like the lights were off for like two years. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and then and then when he was on the creative team for SmackDown, the main angle there was like Shinsuke uh, low blowing AJ Styles all the time. Oh, my God. So it's like, is that really the avenue we want to go down? Probably not. Hmm. P.G. James, just always able to kick out it, too. Now, reminder, uh, as we've seen here, Conan has not been in the ring again since we think he potentially did something. He might have hurt himself like legit. I'm curious if he's going to get back in or not. And if he does, how is he going to look? I don't know. Okay, cool. All right. So we got, looks like I got some notes for the mean event at least. That's good. They're both down. Double stereo clothesline. Who's going to make the tag? Probably not BG James if Conan cannot move. Well, well, Conan, he's hopping around. Oh, there he goes. Conan. He doesn't have a limp or nothing. Drops divine. I feel like he's trying not to move a lot, though. Ah, Okay, there we go. I think he's all right. Double leg slam on Young out of the corner. The true test. Is he going to hit the rolling thunder? Yeah, I don't know. The he's kind of. Mo- I feel like he's moving slower though, but he, he does. He doesn't have a limp. I don't know, man. This is hard to say. If anything, he's not injured. He maybe just tweaked it, and it kind of hurts. Yeah. Because like he's not really moving that much. The crowd standing up for what? I fucking dusted I fucking dude. I knew it. Oh, oh, did you just see that pussy hit? Scott yeah. DeMore tapped Conan on the back with the flag. It's a hockey stick. This is a disqualification, right? Because Dusty's not supposed to be there. 
Well, the ref doesn't see it, so. You see, the referee was right there. <laughs> I know. Now Dusty's just going to leave, and that's okay. Get out of here. Are they pump handle slam on Divine, which I call the – is he going to pin him one, two? That's stupid. And Dusty's that's leaving, dude. So he's still suspended. Stupid. Now, okay, now here's the thing. Russo's done this before where he's been like, uh, you can't do that. Disqualification. Oh. Okay, here we go. Reverse the decision. Yeah, dude. Andrew Thomas, come here. Go ahead. Virus pit. Hey, Dusty was out here. Dusty was And Andrew Thomas was like, what? I didn't see you. Oh. He's reversed the decision in the winner. It's Team Canada. Continuity. I love continuity. <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened. What the fuck are we talking about? He literally did this two months ago to Ron Killings. And we're saying <laughs> this is the first time this has happened? Oh, Wait, Dusty's in the truck. Russo's out there. What is he saying? Why are you doing this, Dusty? You're taking the business one way, and after 35 years, I'm taking it a different way. He says, this is not over. Don't show up to Impact Friday. Don't show up, and Dusty drives away. He's not going to drive to Florida right now. Uh, that is in fear. Okay, so continuity, and then they immediately eliminate the continuity, because today's like, this is the first, I can't remember a time Vince Russo has done it. He did it to fucking Ron Killings and gave the belt back to Jeff Jarrett. After the did, we had to wait like, for that, though, didn't we? Yeah, that but was it's still, like, still yeah, happened. I know, I know. It's unbelievable. Go to TNAWrestling.com for all your information. Yeah. TNAWrestling.com. Oh, the Academy at the Asylum. How's that mean? Are they, like, are they moving it because no one goes to these gut checks or whatever? It must be. Oh, Jeff Jarrett will be on impact. Oh. So Jeff Hardy. Triple X. Triple X. And America's Most Wanted. MW. Sudden death match. What a surprise. Savisco laying down the law. Naturals are barred from ringside. Let's talk about next Wednesday. School's the pay per view. I like the Shark Boy mask in the crowd. I need that. I thought somebody was going to walk into the scene the way the camera was moving over to the right. I know. So Sanjay and Petey Williams. That should be good. That should be all right. Shark boy mask. Okay, that's not the kind of shark boy I wanted, but. Sonny Saki and Eric Watts. 
to face Abyss and Baby Bear Alex Shelley. Okay, I cannot find a Shark Boy mask for sale on eBay. Two weeks away. Two away. A date with fate. Or do they call it something else? I'd call it the Battle of the Japs. And then I'd have Jeff Hammond be the referee. The biggest match of Jared's career and the biggest match of Hardy's career. Is it saying. the biggest match of Jeff Jarrett's career? I don't know. And I don't even know if it's the biggest match in Jeff Hardy's career. Because uh, I feel like that ladder match with Undertaker on Raw was bigger than this. Monty, Monty Brown here, the alpha male. Scott Hudson. Your stupidity is only rivaled by the sheer ignorance of Vince Russo. Scott? I feel ready. I look ready. <laughs> Nine Brown says he is ready for the shot. Two pin lights. To the brilliance of the blazing sun itself. He's not in the office politics. Serengeti legislation. Kill or be killed. Hunt or be hunted. Survival of the fittest. And you're looking at the fittest. He just, he just keeps going. Whoever wins between Jarrett and Hardy, he doesn't care. Uh oh. What? The ninth? What's on the ninth? Did he mess up the date? Yeah, I think he did. What KK said last week is right. There's a lot of politics around here, which is kind of funny because he's the he's kind of the boss. You know who's shanding in your way, Monty? One man. Jeff Hardy. Charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. He's the one who has your shot, and you know it. Mm. See, I still, if I'm Jeff Jarrett, I'd rather wrestle Jeff Hardy than Monty Brown. He's trying to be friends with him, so he doesn't have to fight him at all. Yeah, but I feel like he's promising him a title match if he takes out Jeff Hardy. You look like oh. a liar. You oh. smell like a liar. And the alpha male doesn't trust you one little bit. I don't trust one little sol solitary human being in this building tonight. 
let alone in the wrestling build business. Also, Vince Russo is our common enemy. Pick your poison and good luck tonight. I don't know about poisons and I don't know about picking. Period. God, put right. The, just put the title on Monty Brown. What is the point of all of this if Monty Brown isn't the champion? Bobby's gonna hit the <gasps> so infuriating. Let's go. Just give him the title. Who cares? Just give him the title. Um, you know what? Since we know who's in the uh, main event, I'll just give you the indie notes. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Uh, now, since we have a video package here, uh, Kid Cash, he worked uh, the weekend in Puerto Rico. On August 20th, he defeated Diabolical at WWC's 31st anniversary show, Night 2. And then the next night on August 21st, Kid Cash won the WWC Junior Heavyweight Championship when he defeated Maniac on night three of the 31st anniversary. And then on August 23rd, which would be night four of the 31st anniversary, Kid Cash retained the WWC Junior Heavyweight title when he defeated Diabolical. Hmm. So... Congratulations to uh, Kid Cash for being the WWC Junior Heavyweight Champion. We'll see how long that lasts. But I'm uh, very excited about him. Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? Kid Cash was in Puerto Rico, and that means that Dallas was also in Puerto Rico. Oh. And uh, he worked the same night. So on August 20th, Dallas defeated Eric Alexander on night two of the 31st anniversary show for WWC. And then on August 21st, Dallas lost to El Calabero Negro for night three. And then on August 23rd, night four, the 31st anniversary show, Chicky Star defeated Dallas. Chicky Star. Yeah. So I don't know who Chicky Star is. Is that somebody that I know? Uh, no, I just think it's a funny no. name. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. It's not AJ as good Styles. As it- What's what's our favorite guy's name, Mister? Uh, why am I forgetting it? The Hawaiian guy. Wasn't it like Mister Fitness or something like that? Mister Fitness. I thought it was Mister Fitness something else. Damn it. Anyway, go ahead. The Hawaii Hawaiian guy. Uh, so AJ Styles was in that three PW four way elimination that he lost at Daniels. That was on August twenty first. But the night before. On August 20th, for NWA No Limits Wrestling in Rock Island, Illinois, CM Punk defeated AJ Styles in a best two out of three falls match in a match that went 25 minutes and 45 seconds. Whoa. Which is interesting because I'm pretty sure I've heard, maybe I've said it before, but AJ and Punk don't get along. Oh, really? That's what I've heard, I feel like. So that's interesting that they... Mr. Spa Fitness. There we go. You got it. Mr. Spa Fitness. The alpha male, come on. Kid Cash and Dallas just came out, and here comes the alpha male. 
<clears throat> a future TNA world champion. Better be. He just wasn't ready. That's so I have a I have a confession and uh, Bob kinda already knows, but I, I had this itch to like watch WWE CW. And it was strictly because I want to see Marcus Corvan's debut. Now, since I'm a completionist, I was like, well, I might as well watch from the beginning. Now, he doesn't debut for like a year. Right, yeah, it's like early 07. Yeah. I should probably just watch that episode and call it a day, but... <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm probably should to just to watch that episode and call it a day. <laughs> That's funny. Instead... You're also gonna have it, dude. You're gonna watch. You've watched it from the beginning. You're gonna get to the Marcus Corvon um, debut, and then you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm actually pretty attached to the CM Punk Chavo Guerrero feud, so I think I'm just gonna watch the entire run. See, the thing is that there is some good stuff. There um, is. There is. Even like even throughout the whole run, I'd sure. say there's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, A lot of guys today went through ECW. Seamus, so Kofi weird. Kingston, like a lot of guys like start off on the ECW thing. That's right. Which is what I would have, I would have kept that going forever. Or like what NXT, you know what I mean? Like ECW, WWE, ECW was basically a feeder system similar to NXT. I feel like the problem is that it was called ECW and it was not. And that's exactly the problem. And that's why it was like, yeah, we should probably just stop this. It is ex- a million percent the problem. I remember tuning into that first episode and fucking the zombie came out and I was like, this is, it's cooked. It's See, not- but I do think that the zombie situation here is Jeff Hardy makes his, that was for sci-fi. It wasn't for, well, okay. For sci-fi as well, but also it was like a two minute squash match. It's not like he was like a featured character. So like, yeah, now that's all people like talk about, but like watching it back, it was like, I don't think that should have been made as big of a deal as it was. I remember for me watching it, I was like, you know what? I mean, I still watched it because, you know, Kurt Angle was on eventually and stuff or whatever, but I knew it was not going to be what I wanted it to be as soon as that happened. I remember well, the, I, I remember there was a memorable moment, too. Uh, I think it was, what, Lashley and Hardcore Holly in a cage? Or no. Was it Hardcore Holly or Umaga? The cage, like, tipped over? Umaga and Lashley, thanks. Lashley. That was that was pretty cool. I, I wasn't expecting that. When I remember when like Hardcore Holly and RVD do the Extreme Rules match and he slices his back his open, yeah. like that stuff you ca- I can't forget. Yeah, that was gross. But so watching this the first I know this is not an ECW show, but they're still doing entrances, guys. So, um, but I'm watching it and it's like, it's it just feels too much like, okay, we had some hardcore matches and yes, we have some ECW guys, but then it's like oh John Cena and Edge are also here. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Well, at one e- point, it's like ECW SmackDown. Like, it's like SmackDown does on there, too. Like, all right. the time. But, but, heart, um, but Edge and John Cena stuff, I was like, you know, do I want to watch this? Like, do I want to keep doing this? Because I want to watch this weird ECW. I don't want to watch Raw. Yeah. One but, of, uh, well, but, and by the way, Edge and John Cena have a great feud, but. Oh, absolutely. Good matches, too. Absolutely. I remember, uh, and I've, I know I've talked about this, too, but ECW. I was really excited for Zack Ryder against Christian for the ECW title. Oh, my God. And I was like, dude, 
Zack Ryder's going to win it. It just makes sense. And then he didn't. And I was pissed. Crazy stuff, man. This six-man match is about to get started. Dallas and Kikesh are arguing who's going to start with Styles. It looks like he's going to give Kikesh that shot. We are at one hour, 35 minutes, and 25 seconds into this show. Also known as about just over 16 minutes left in the show. So this match is probably going to get about 15 minutes. Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing because when that Monty Brown promo was happening, there was like 24 minutes in the show. So all of that took nine minutes. Between the highlight package and the interview and stuff. Yeah. Here we go. We're going right at it. Mike Posey does not want that. No close fist. You guys need to break it up. These guys hate each other. Kid Cash hates the politics. It's just brutal all around, man. Everyone hates each other. I'm surprised there wasn't any more Kid Cash interview quotes where he's like, this is bullshit. Not yet. Tune into our next episode and find out. <laughs> Ryan Killing is now tagged in. He's going to, well, he's humping him and he does a running power slam to Kid Cash. Cash bailing to the floor. He is not going to deal with this. Dallas gets clotheslined by all three men to the floor. And then Monty Brown gets punched off the apron and he hits his face on the railing. And he got heckled by a guy wearing a white hat. Stereo slingshot cross bodies to the floor. They all check on each other. You good, man? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, thank God. Hardy's covered in... So the glow paint he's got Mustard. on looks really nice in uh, the dark. But, like, by itself right now, yeah, it looks like baby poop. Yeah. That's all right. It's kind of like gold dust colors. Yeah, it's really weird. Just a shittier-looking color. Speaking of, we haven't seen Dustin Rhodes here in TNA in a while. He came in, did, like, a match, and then he's gone. He wrestled Jarrett, and he briefly teamed with, like, Al Leon for... Yeah. And then he revealed... He was the reason we found out it was Apollo. Right. Which we all knew. We haven't seen Apollo, but didn't he choose, like, Puerto Rico or something? Um, I don't... I don't know if he did have a choice. (laughs) I think that was the problem. I think it's because... It was probably strongly suggested to him, like, you better stay in Puerto Rico. Yeah, because that has to go into the politics of, like, WWC didn't like that they were working with some... It was like a... Or IC, IWA, whatever it was. It was, like, all yeah, politics stuff. Rico, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love wrestling politics. You know, people... Wrestling just takes shit way too seriously. Because, like, remember, you were saying... This was, like, months ago at this point, but, like... WWE pulled Al Snow from a match against Ron Killings because there's yeah. a show in New Jersey in front of 250 fans. Mm-hmm. Like, are we serious? Why are we? Yep. He's just the he's the tough enough trainer. Like, he wasn't even really wrestling. You know, so weird. So stupid. Killings switched up his hairstyle today. I'm noticing. Is it more of like a? It's more like cornrows, like Cornwall. back, instead of like he used to have them kind of hanging down more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monty Brown gets tagged in, goes right after Killings. Stomp on away on the former K Quick. Rams him into Dallas's boot, also known as Shadow. Shadow. 
I don't know, man. If I was at a Texas uh, independent show and they introduced a wrestler named Shadow and then Dallas came out, I don't think I'd, I'd be like, what? This guy's named Shadow? Yeah. Ducks that clothesline, comes back with a heel kick. Unless he dressed different. Maybe he's got a black mask and black body some, outfit on. Yeah, it's something, yeah. I don't know. Shadow. Ducks that clothesline again. Looks like crossbody. Mount Brown catches him, of course, and then he hits that fall away slam. Sack shit. Sack shit. Only gets a two count because Ron Killings is just too strong. My, that's true. Mine Brown and Ron Killings do have history. Mm-hmm. Back to the basics. The IRS special, the Mike Rotunda. And he's getting help from good old uh, Dallas on the uh, floor. But Ron Killings, he is not going to submit. I don't know the last time I saw somebody win with an abdominal stretch. I'm going to go with maybe never. Yeah, probably never. Maybe even like 1955 or something. Yeah, but even then it probably took like 45 minutes for the guy to submit. Yeah. Oh, I oh, got wait. a cramp. Did you say the claw? Oh, no, he's holding the pants. I thought he added a claw in there. Trained by I, Killer Kowalski. Remember that one time? Well, I guess we weren't even friends yet, but I think you were at the show, but... Uh, Slick Ragnar Brown against Homicide, and Homicide tickled Slick Ragnar Brown. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? I don't know if I... You know what? It, Maybe I do. It's at the... Uh, it was at the American Wolves Motor City Machine Gun Show. Night, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Maybe I do remember that. I was so disappointed because Slick Ragnar Brown literally laughed like a schoolgirl when he tickled her. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Ridiculous. I was so mad. <laughs> Dallas Irish whip stage eight. Oh, oh. Oh, you didn't catch him? Board. There him. we go. He, he got, got him. him. Recovered. Recovered. Oh, Jeff Hardy drop kicks him anyway. Come on, man. Oh, AJ gets a two count. I mean, Dex kid cash. Oh, big boot. Holy crap. Big big daddy Dallas here. Jeez, big boot stomping away on AJ. Oh, press slam. He's got him up in the air, and he's going to drive him over the top rope. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm Lance Hoyt. Uh, Dallas. Lance Archer. Uh. Scoop and another slam to AJ. And now he's going to help kick Cash with a standing moonsault. He does. And then he's going to cover him. One, two. AJ kicks at it. You know what? Uh, Dallas is another guy that... I didn't really realize how long he's in TNA for. He's there he, for a while. Yeah, he stays around for a bit. There's a period of time where he does absolutely nothing, but he is still there for like five years. That's so crazy. Kick Ash going for his surfboard. Oh. Oh, can you get him? Oh. I just think dude. about how that feels on his fucking. I don't legs. even want to think about it, man, because. Austin put me in this once, dude. It fucking hurts. I bet, dude. 
No, oh my bad. I'd be tapping. I'd be like, dude, this is not worth it. I'm getting paid four hundred dollars tapping out, man. Well, I mean, so this is as much Styles help kind of trying to hold himself as it is Kid Cash doing. Oh it. sure, yeah. But I'm sure. Oh, these. <laughs> oh my god. My calves and my thighs would be on fire. Well, and when he's got the arms, dude, your shoulders. Ugh. Like you wouldn't believe. Just thinking about it, I need a nap. Yeah, Man. it's not a good move. You gotta take a nap after this. Oh, that was a vicious looking backbreaker. And my round gets tagged in. Into the ropes, Styles, double clothesline. Kid, Kid Cash just being the instigator, shoving Jeff Hardy. I'm sure that's going to be an impact match eventually. And I wouldn't hate it. Nyan Brown doing a Scott Steiner impersonation, doing some push-ups while choking AJ Styles. AJ trying to fight back with some strikes to the midsection. But Nyan Brown clubs him over the back and says, stop it. Knock it off. Right hands against the ropes. Just pounce him. Pounce him out of the ring. Float over. Nice. by AJ. That's right. The impromptu moves. Not choreographed. Not talked out backstage. He thinks about him on the spot. Holy shit. Molly Brown just chucks Styles across the ring. Come on, Monty. Hit the pounce. Let's go. Did he just say, are you not entertained? (laughs) I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Look how he sneakily got the boot on Styles. And my posey's not even looking. Tags and kid cash. AJ firing away on kid cash. They have a heated feud going on right now. Kid cash with vertical suplex, like inside out slam there. Why would kid cash go for the cover knowing that the referee is not going to immediately see it? Yeah, that's a good point. Come on, AJ. Trading right hands here. Oh, kick them right in the nuts, and Posey just casually looks at Monty Brown to not call the DQ. He did it again. He looked at Dallas that time as AJ freaking low blowed cash. Now Posey's like, what happened? Double clothesline. They're both laid out. Both of their nut sacks are in vain. Oh my god. Well, it's true. Ron Killings is ready for a tag. Who's going to get the tag? Killings or Hardy? Um, uh, gotta be Hardy. I've gotta be wrapping this up, right? Well, looks like you're right. Here comes Jeff Hardy. Ducks the big boot. Kicks Dallas with like a spin mule kick. 
Brian Brown, though, he's throwing right hands that are not hitting, but that's okay. Uh, sleeper hold, like, neck breaker thing there by uh, Jeff Hardy. Kid Cash sending Hardy into the corner. Whisper in the wind by Jeff Hardy. Could that be it? No, because Dallas has got to come in, and there's an STO. And by STO, I mean a fucking flatliner. By the way, keep on messing that up. Uh-oh. Kid Cash, double underhook. Drops Jeff Hardy over the sh- over his knee with a shoulder breaker. Style springboard. Reverse EDT plants Kid Cash. But Dallas is up. What's going to happen next? Anything is possible. Oh, what the? He just spun him down on the mat chest first. That was scissor kick by Ron Killings. Ronnie Brown cuts him off. And is he going for the alpha bomb? What? Is he going to just do it? No, oh. what the hell? What is going on, dude? Flying forearm. Yeah. He's got out of his styles, the springboard flying forearm. Well, Jeff Hardy's on the apron. Not anymore because he got decked off by Cash. And then Cash gets tossed to the floor. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, slam him down. This is kind of getting sloppy with all these tosses that don't look the safest. Is he really going to do this to Dallas? Oh, he got him. Is he going to pin Dallas? One, two. And he did. Oh, wow. Well, I guess if you're going to eat the fall, I guess Dallas would have to do it, but I didn't really think that through. Did he just say, that, why did he have to announce him as the number one contender? What difference does that make? Oh, Jeff Jarrett's in there. Oh, there you go. Get him, Jeff. Found out why, baby. You're not going to beat me for the NWA world title. Are you nuts? Monty Brown's up. Is he going to help Jarrett, or is he going to save Hardy? Monty Brown shoves Jarrett. Monty Brown just throws and him out. He, and yeah, he wants to beat up Jeff Hardy. They can't agree to beat up the same guy. Are you kidding me? Here we go. Duck under. It's like he said, Hardy's your enemy and not me. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's fighting back against two of the top heels in the company, even though Monty Brown really is a baby face. Jared Child blocks Hardy. Here comes Monty Brown. Pounds! Oh, he, he even went lower. Oh, that was devastating. That's such a good move, the pounce. Jeff Jarrett going for the figure four. Ain't I great? Ain't I great? What is he telling Monty Brown to do? He's locking it in. The figure four on Hardy. And then Monty Brown's just kicking him. Is is Hardy going to tap? No, he's just going to keep getting beat up. Yeah, there we go. And then here we go. Explosion can be seen on these channels. All right, Dallas. Well, what do you think of that episode? I think overall it wasn't bad. I, mean, I think I liked it. Um, this is yeah. a rarity where Dallas is not concrete on his answer. Yeah, the, the thing is, like, I think I'm just like ready to get to some really good shit. But you know <laughs> what? I think I'm sorry. This is just true. <laughs> I, I do kind of think the three life crew team Canada match really was killing my vibe. Oh God, yeah. 
But you know what? I did like everything else on the show. I Eric Watts being under the La Parca outfit was hilarious, and like I'm glad we're going to be wrapping that up. I thought the, the best part was La Parca's reaction. He came out. <laughs> he was like, yeah, "What the hell?" Yeah. The first match was good because Aaron Michael Shane versus uh, La yeah. Parca and Psychosis really enjoyed that. Number one contender match was good. Um, and I, you know, the main event I thought was a lot of fun too. You know what? Thumbs up. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a mild thumbs up as well. Sometimes that's all we need is a mild one to oh, get us through. We finally are just finishing up. Here we go. Copyright. There we go. So we just talked through all the explosion uh, things, which I think we tried to read off on one episode, and it was a mess. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. Not the, not the greatest decision. Uh, but as to Mike Tanay noted, uh, there are a few people that we know that will be competing on Impact, which would be, like, I believe you said, like, Jeff Jarrett and... Uh, Hardy. Jeff Hardy are for sure going to be on that show. And then we're we also going to get the sudden death match. Dude, that's going to be, that's awesome for Impact. They need to put stuff like that on Impact more. I'm telling you right now, Dallas, if we watch this Impact show and the sudden death match is a fucking 10 minute draw and then no one wins, even with the judges. No, I'm the judges have to. Fucking pissed, dude. No, the judges I think will definitely they'll they'll get it. I think we're I think we're gonna be good. One way or another. I'm not sure how, how per- good, but I think it's gonna happen. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. Well I'm glad that you feel good about it. So yeah, we know that uh Jared will be in action, so will Jeff Hardy and then that sudden death match. I don't think we know anything else. Um No, I don't think so. All right. Well, I mean, do you have anything else or uh, or are you good? I don't think so, man. I think that pretty much covers it for this week. I have no other exciting notes or anything. I know these uh, some of these pay-per-view shows that kind of it's not the same feeling as we have had in the past. But we are going to talk about plenty of fun stuff, I'm sure, on our next episode covering Impact, which I'm always really looking forward to. And we, we talked about it in our last episode. We pretty much know in two weeks. It is our final weekly pay-per-view on September the 8th. And that is a huge deal. And will our format switch up a little bit? Probably. Because we're going to be watching just Impacts. That's right. And we'll be doing news and notes. Maybe I'll try to incorporate them more into the show again. Maybe it'll only be every other week that we talk about major news. I don't know. I guess it depends what happens. We will see what happens uh, when that time comes because the newsletter may be written differently. There may be less to talk about. I have no idea. That's right. Uh, we also should probably note that uh, they did hype up matches for the next Wednesday show. So on sep- yes. September 1st, uh, Eric Watts and Siaki will te- be teaming up to take on Abyss and Shelly with the stipulation that if Watson Siaki win, that anybody that is under Goldilocks' control, which would be Sharkboy and D-Ray, mm-hmm. uh, they will be freed. There will also be a TNA X Division Championship match. P.D. Williams defending against Sanjay Dutt is right. what we are aware of currently for that. So, uh, all right. Well, I think it's time for us to move it along and then get ready to head to the impact zone. So join us in just a mere two days for another edition of Impact as the road to a date with fate inches closer. Oh, yeah.
Until then, for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Fine Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross Line Podcast. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan!